0: Hey guys, you're listening to The Low. I'm Chanel, founder of The Low and Coco's House. My co-host is, I'll let you introduce yourself.
1: I'm Sequoia, and I am founder and owner of Flawless Beauty Bars. And we used
0: to have a radio show together called Pretty Vain. Was it three years ago, four years ago? And at least, I'm going to speak for myself here, I was really vain. Um, I feel like I probably sounded like an idiot. More most of the time. Did you ever like re listen back to anything we said?
1: Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, neither. I didn't I I wasn't embarrassed of anything we did, but we were just I mean, when you know better you do better, right? And we were learning and having yeah. fun and just trying something out. That's okay. Yeah, so we hope that we've
0: learned, but um <laughs> that was more about promoting businesses and networking mm-hmm. and This show, I'm excited that we get like a second opportunity to do a show that's our way. Um, We don't have to be filtered. We can edit it the way that we want, or not edit it at all. Um, And we want to be super honest with you guys and real about mental wellness. Um, It's so important, and it's something that you have to deal with. Everybody has to deal with it at every like you know point in their life. And so we wanted to create an honest conversation about it in a place where you can go. Self care, yes, self care, and self care is not a just beauty thing i think that's really important to say because i feel like right now with like instagram and everything it's so beauty pushed and like how you look and it's like no that is not self-care self-care is what's on the inside what you do to better yourself
1: yeah Yeah, not not just a temporary fix that i think a lot of the cosmetic that industry kind of focuses on self-care i see as something long-term
0: And I'm excited to share my journey and experiences, things that I've learned. I feel like I've gone through a lot. I'm almost 30, so it may sound like I'm young, but I started my own business in these last five years and, you know, I've had my fair share of family issues, relationships, you know, friends, things happen. So I feel like I've learned so much and this last year I've really tried to make it a priority to learn what works for me and
1: better myself. So I'm excited to share that with our listeners. And I feel like just having had a business and knowing people that have wanted to learn how to start something for themselves, it doesn't even have to be a business, but just start something for themselves. They've come to me for advice because I feel like they don't often have anywhere to go to ask those questions in a completely authentic way and to get like a legitimately unfiltered, real answer of this is what yeah. you can expect kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I feel like also like mental health, mel- mental illness, mental wellness is sort of taboo right now um, still. Like you cannot bring it up to sometimes your partner, to family at work. I hear a lot from a lot of women that they're nervous that it will like go on their record or this and that or how someone will feel about them or on social media, so, you know, having an entire public reaction to what you're going through. So I hope that this is like a safe place and that we're people that kind of open the door to this conversation and you guys can reach out to us as well. I agree. Um, You were telling me earlier about kind of setting boundaries and saying no to friends and things that, you know, people ask you to do and it also kind of affects how you feel.
1: Yeah. One of the lessons my mom has been trying to teach me, and by the way, I'm 41, so I still haven't totally learned. I'm just barely trying it, is to be able to say no without a reason. Um, I feel like We perhaps say no to um, an invitation um, to somebody's event or just a social occasion or a request as a business owner to participate in something and saying no without a reason that you feel is legitimate to them, sort of coming up with an excuse that they're going to feel like is okay, Um, puts a lot of pressure on us. We just, I feel like just saying no and saying, I'm so sorry, I won't be able to make that period and then not giving an explanation and a reason um, is a it's a challenge for me. But when I am able to do it, it feels better because I'm not trying to make an excuse that legitimizes my, you know, not being able to attend. I, I, I just I value you have to learn how to value your time, Value you know, put yourself first, which I also think is sometimes looked down upon a little bit as selfish and um, saying no to something because you are going to take care of yourself. Maybe you need more sleep, or maybe you don't want to miss your workout, or you don't want to eat out or drink more or whatever the case may be. But um, I think it's important to learn that.
0: Yeah. Setting boundaries was the first thing I ever learned – Fifteen years ago about is when I started therapy. I'm not a therapist or psychiatrist, which I should start this show out by saying that. But I feel like I have my master's in going to therapy. (laughs) So the first thing I ever learned was boundaries. And I cannot believe that it's like not taught in school, like in health class or anything. Like no one ever told me what a boundary was and how to set them and how to I feel like it's the first step in being strong. And confident is setting a boundary and I feel like once you can do that which hopefully this show over the course of time I hope that we both get there and I hope that others do and learn to set a boundary because once you do you kind of take control of your life and once you take control of your life is when you become the person you want to be and then all of a sudden your anxiety whatever is mentally going on with you it starts to decrease slowly because you're in control
1: and don't you feel like FOMO is kind of like a real thing Fear of missing out on something. I remember experiencing it as a teenager and even into my 20s. This like desperate fear that if I didn't do every single thing that was available to me, I would be missing out on something and... I don't know why that was just really important at the time, but I feel like it was late in my 30s that I kind of started to realize that, oh my gosh, there are going to be 500 more of these. I can attend one in the future. I don't have to get to every single thing. I can actually take time for my mental wellness, my like self-care, my sanity, and not go yeah. to every single thing there I- is. I feel like FOMO is just another
0: sign of like not feeling your best and being a bit insecure. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the only time I've ever like really had like an urge to like go out all the time which was definitely a few years ago like I just had to be out and about and see everyone and I I did have FOMO it was only when I wasn't at my happiest when you're your best and you're at home and that's where you kind of want to be because you've created an environment that you actually want to be at I feel like is when the FOMO just doesn't even exist anymore you can choose to go and that's just another boundary that you set yeah you know Um, I'm really excited about the guests that we are going to have Um, this is our introduction episode but on all the other episodes coming up we're gonna have a guest or two and there's all different coaches doctors people that specialize in certain things that you guys have never heard of or you didn't know that correlates with anxiety and depression you're gonna be like oh what that's caused by this or this helps with that like i had no idea so i feel like you guys are going to get so much information i feel like each episode you're getting hundreds of dollars worth of advice and you rather than being like well is acupuncture going to work for me or is this spiritual you know tour going to work for me like what's the best route for you you'll get to hear it firsthand so it's almost like you get all of these complimentary consultations with us and i Going into being honest and being authentic with, you know, what you said earlier, we are not going to push anything on you that we haven't tried ourselves. Yeah. Um, Yes, I will post products and stuff that has worked for me, which you need to remember that, you know, mental illness, whether I'm depressed or anxious, what works for me may not work for others. But I'm only going to tell you guys the stuff that I think are like rock stars that actually like really, really made a huge difference. So I hope you guys understand like we're just being authentic because today with social media...
1: You yeah, just don't
0: know what like oh were they paid to tell me that that gummy's going to work or right. whatever. And it's like, "No, I'm not. I promise you guys, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> There's no way, no matter how much money. Well, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um Sequoia, do you want to talk about anything else before we let them go?
1: Well, I kind of feel like a little bit of my contribution I I sort of have this love-hate relationship with my industry. Of course, I'm in the beauty industry, and I really, really adore everything that I get to do um, with my clients, and it is fabulously creative and amazing to see transformations cosmetically um, and superficially. But I feel like one of my um, assets to bring to not only this show, but just in general, is that... um, there aren't the, the rules and all these, like like you were talking about, pushing products on people. Um, I think that that's kind of just sales tactics. And my passion in this industry is uh, just to to create the feeling, the bond while I'm doing the service yeah. with someone, having a human interaction, having t- somebody, you know, touch your skin and um, make you feel good, make you feel good, stop and listen to you. We're not texting during you know, a makeup session, we're actually interacting and it, that, that shows through in them. And I think we don't get that much personal connection like that. That's uninterrupted. Um, And so I kind of want to talk about that and just not rules, just whatever you feel amazing at. I just want that to come across because I feel like I, the, most questions I get being in my industry is Should I really be wearing this on my eyes? Should I really be using this cream or this product? Is and this I- going
0: to make me look like a Kardashian? Totally
1: constantly and feel like a Kardashian constantly <laughs> and who knows if that product when you said this works for me yeah and I think that that's what's most important do you feel amazing in it does it work for you then you don't need to change it you don't need to contour just for contour sake yeah you don't need to do what something works for you yeah so that's kind of what I want to be able to bring to the show is just that you know inner inner feeling of knowing yourself and being yourself comes through.
0: And I think it's important, something I've learned this year is that you cannot get like the J-Lo glow without starting inside. Mm-hmm. The things that you're doing for your body, for your health, it's a lot more than just eating or losing weight. It's what you're feeding your soul and nourishment and that sort of thing. That gives you and actually makes you look and appear more beautiful. So we're going to talk about those things too. So that's why I'm excited that Sequoia is my co-host because she gives you guys like this perfect balance. Kind of like how they say that your are stylist is like part therapist and they should be paid more you know <laughs> i'm sure people like give you the best secrets <laughs> that we'll talk about off air um, <laughs> but I am so excited you guys um, I did want to leave you guys with one tool that I learned and I'm hoping that each episode we can leave you guys with something that you can apply um, this was told to me by someone that gives me like advice and has helped me through like each step of the way and you know I was nervous about doing this show because it's really opening up about my struggles and you know the the problems and troubles that I've had. And that can sometimes be embarrassing or this and that. And he told me this great, I guess you'd call it like a metaphor story. It's imagine that you're at a pool. And if you guys have a goal or a fear, maybe something holding you back, maybe you're anxious about something, you know, something could better your life, but you're too scared to do it. Imagine that you're at a pool and you want to take a dive and you're sitting on the diving board and you're like, but what happens if I, you know, dive into this pool? And if you don't dive into that pool is the worst case scenario. It's not about, you know, sinking and drowning or belly flopping. If you don't, then you automatically failed. You'll have that fear for the rest of your life. You'll walk around with that anxious feeling of the unknown, which is what anxiety is. It's fearing the unknown. So if you don't take that dive, is you'll never accomplish that goal. If you guys decide to dive in, then you will belly flop at the worst, swim mm-hmm. over to the side, and you can try again. That's the best part. And you kind of know what to expect. And if you guys do want to take this little challenge with us, from a week from today when you're listening to this podcast, try to set something in stone that helps you accomplish that goal. And Don't waver. Just be like, one week from today, I'm going to do this. That helps me push forward. And if you guys do do that, I would love it if you shared it with me at the low on Instagram. Or you can email me. um, And I'd love to hear all about it give you advice. Or like I said, just be a sounding board. I love that. Perfect. Well, until next time.